0: We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned, and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Looking for relief from stress, anxiety, chronic pain, or trauma? Have you tried EFT, otherwise known as TAPPING? If you're curious about what this is and how it works, you're really going to want to listen to my conversation today with Lauren Fonviel. She's an integrative energy practitioner and she specializes in EFT as a way to really help women thrive. So I can't wait to get her on the show. I love So many things about what we're going to talk about and so many things about tapping that I just want to explain to you why I had to have her on. So first of all, tapping is one of the tools, and Lauren is one of our teachers at Make December Matter, which is coming up really soon. So go grab your ticket. And by the way, if you're not free all day, the 17th and the 18th, though, I challenge you to clear your day and just be with us. But if you're not free, you can totally upgrade right after you sign up by entering your name and email, you will be taken to a thank you page. And on the thank you page, there is a fast action upgrade. So for $47, you can upgrade and you'll get all the recordings on demand. And even if you're going to come live, I actually really recommend getting the recordings because you'll hear from what even we're doing today on the podcast how useful these tools will be throughout your the holiday season, throughout the rest of November and December and into January and beyond, but I'm just staying focused on the holiday season for right now. And so for $47, you can upgrade. And then with that, also, we're going to have some live meetings to really integrate and finish your plan so that you're really heading into December really well resourced, well planned uh, with the support you need. And you get all that for $47. So that's pretty cool. So go grab your seat. And here's the other thing. So on the day, there's going to be a big emphasis of what it looks like to really take care of ourselves. And if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you should go listen to that because self-care is not an option. It's not about hair and nails. It can be, but it's not all about that at all. And it's really, really important if you're going to go out and be a loving mother and daughter and friend and community member and boss and entrepreneur, like whatever all the thing roles that you play are, you need to be filling yourself up. And in my experience, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this on the next episode, the holiday season, though it seems like the opposite time that one would do this, is an amazing time to do this. So I digress a little bit, but not really. So go grab your your seat at MakeDecemberMatter.com. It's that easy. You just go to MakeDecemberMatter.com. You enter your name and email. If you decide to upgrade, you upgrade. If not, you show up on the 17th and you get this amazing, amazing experience that is going to shift how you show up for the rest of the year and into 2023. So Lauren is going to be one of our teachers, and the reason that I wanted to talk about tapping here on the podcast, and also in our event, is that it is a really great tool in my mind for two reasons. Number one, we're always talking around here about leading with our feelings, and I think that this is a practice that I promise once you practice becomes totally normal and also really restorative and just based on the world we live in it's not easy always to really be in touch that way we we stay so busy so that we don't have to be in touch with our feelings and so tapping to me is this amazing tool because it allows you to trust. It allows you to feel safe while tuning into your feelings. So if you're nervous that if you really pause long enough and really tapped into how you're feeling, you'd be sad or full of fear or really angry. And, And generally that's like right under the surface, right? So like we know it, but we don't want to admit it. Tapping is such a great resource because it's a way to really process that. So I talk a lot about processing emotions and how I don't think we should walk around and just say we're happy. I want everyone to be so full of joy, but I think in order to be full of joy, that means we have to feel sadness and we don't have to get stuck in it. We can process it. And tapping is a really great way to do that. So I'm super excited for that reason to have Lauren on the show and part of the event. And the other thing is that tapping just it doesn't take that much time and it's like it's really it just it not only does it help you process that emotion, it just is a great tool for being present in the moment. And we've also talked over and over around here about how presence um, can really start to shift so many aspects of our lives so I'm so excited I don't want to talk about her anymore because I just want you to learn from her so remember to go grab your seat and make December matter and let's welcome Lauren onto the show Hey, Lauren, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and chat with you today. Oh my gosh. Well, I've been we're, this is part of this series where we're really diving into some specific tools. And I love the one that you teach. So I'm very excited to get into this today. So will you take us back a little bit before we like get into the nitty gritty of tapping and what it even is? Will you tell us how you found yourself
1: in the yeah. position that you're in today? Yeah. I mean, I never would have thought (laughs) that I'd be where I am today. So I guess we'll bring it back to the beginning. You know, I think I was always kind of an anxious kid, but it was something that I just dealt with right it was just something that I learned to deal with and cope with and things kind of really took a shift several years ago when we found out that my husband was going to have to deploy and we had done deployments before but at this point he was in the reserves and I was living under the illusion that this was not going to happen and so we had had kids at this point and this was going to be our first deployment since having children and that just really set me off and my anxiety really got out of control. And I started having panic attacks and feeling really overwhelmed. And I knew that I needed to do something to feel better so that I could really show up for my kids because they were little at that point, and they didn't know what was going on, you know. And so the journey started with me going to a yoga class. And in that yoga class, I saw a flyer for yoga teacher training. And something deep within me called me to sign up for that, even though logistically, I didn't know how I was going to find daycare for my kids. We had just moved to a new city. So I didn't have any friends here. I don't have any family here. But something deep within me was like, don't worry about that. You'll figure that out. This is what you need to do for you. And I'm so, so grateful that I listened to that little voice. And that was the beginning. So going to yoga a lot. I was around people that were into energy work. And then that led me to getting Reiki certified. And then that led me to joining coaching programs. And it was in a coaching program that I was introduced to tapping. And I had a pretty profound experience with my first tapping experience that really just piqued my curiosity and figuring out what the heck is this? And why is this working? And I just continued to study it and then went on to get certified so that I could share it with other people and really has led me to where I am now.
0: Oh my god, I love it. I actually share that sort of my journey began with a health shift. And it started in a yoga class. Mm, love yeah, it. So similar origin story. I love it. And also led from like one class and one coaching thing to the next. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about tapping and like why it's powerful and what it can really help. So clearly it helps with anxiety. Tell us a little bit about the origin
1: of that and how it works. Yeah. So, EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and it's also referred to as tapping, is this process of gently tapping on certain points of the body. And you are tapping on yourself. That's something that sometimes people get confused about. So, you're tapping on yourself. And then there's this added component of acknowledging how you're feeling. So, when I describe it to people, I often compare it to acupuncture. So, when you go to an acupuncturist, they take these tiny little needles and they put them in at certain points of the body. Mm -hmm. And the points of the body that they're putting them in at are the end points of the meridians. And the meridians are how energy moves through our body. So instead of putting needles in, what we're doing is applying light acupressure, and then also talking out loud about how we are feeling. And it sounds weird to someone who maybe has never heard of it before. I definitely was very skeptical at this idea of tapping on myself to feel better. Like it just, (laughs) I was like, okay, but I'll give it a try. Sure. I'm in this class. Why not? But there are a lot of studies that back it up and I think that's part of the reason why I love it and just quickly you know a little bit of the science of what's going on is that you know as you're tapping on these points a message is being sent to the amygdala in the brain which is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight and it's telling the brain hey you're actually not in fight or flight right now and uh, you know when we're talking about chronic stress that alarm center is going off constantly and when that alarm center is going off it's sending cortisol into the body, which is the stress hormone. So by tapping, it's sending a message to the amygdala, hey, you don't need to be freaking out, you don't need to be in fight or flight right now. And it's been shown to reduce the amount of cortisol pumping through the body by up to 43%. And that was a pretty amazing study that was done by Dr. Peter Stapleton. And when you're able to reduce the amount of cortisol in your body, then of course, you're going to be able to feel calmer and then think more clearly. And when you think more clearly, you can make better decisions and you feel better. And so, so the long and short of it, I guess, is that it's rewiring your brain to create these new neural pathways. So then you think about things differently. And you know, obviously, when you shift your perspective on something, then you can feel differently, too.
0: Yeah, I love that. It seems like such a good, great long term tool. I, I mean, I've used it a lot for sort of money mindset, but like long standing beliefs that I have and how to shift those over time. I mean, it takes time, or I found right. it's taken me time. But one of the things that we talk a lot about around here is that, you know, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about planning is that with planning, you have the opportunity to make choices using the part of your brain that you want to use. Mm -hmm. And often we're making those same kinds of choices from that state of freeze or fight or flight, right? Because, you know, we're at a party and there's a piece of cake in front of us, like, you know, oh my gosh, we have to eat it. But if we've like made that choice, tw- even 24 hours advance from like this calm, nourished place then we might make the choice differently. And I think it's really fun to see how we would make the choices differently and then how we can like stand by the choices we make. Like, you know, sometimes we're making choices a year in advance and sometimes we're making literally choices an hour in advance. It's still to me all planning and tapping is such a good tool for just calming yourself enough to make a choice to see things from a different perspective and not be reacting from that energy.
1: Totally. And the thing is, is that it's a tool that can be used proactively and that you use it on a daily basis as part of your self-care, but then it can also be done reactively, right? So if you've made the decision that you're not going to have that cake at the party, but you see it and you smell it and you're like, oh, but I really (laughs) want it right now, you know, you can take some time to do some tapping and then it's going to reduce that urge. So that's something that tapping can help with cravings. It can help with anxiety and stress, like we talked about. And it can also help with physical pain. It can help with limiting beliefs, right? It can help with all of these different things, which again, can also seem like too good to be true. (laughs) And that's how I felt when I was first introduced to it. But it really works. And the best way to see that is to experience it for yourself and give it a try. And you know, there's no negative side effect of it and, and see how it makes you feel like about yeah. uh, figuring out what tools work for you because different tools work for different people. So this is one that has changed my life. And I love introducing people to it. Oh, my
0: gosh, so good. And I'm excited that you're gonna come introduce us to it. I feel like you need video. Is that true? I'm just making that assumption. But do you need video to like teach what it actually is to people?
1: You don't need video. I mean, I've done it before on podcasts. You know, I just try to be very descriptive of where I'm tapping. I feel like, you know, it also depends on the learner too. If they're more, if it's easier for somebody to see it, sometimes it, it makes it a little. All bit right. Easier.
0: Well, maybe by the end of this, we'll have a little experience. And, yeah, sure. See what it's yeah. like. And then you'll be back on video for Make December Matter. And that'll be amazing. Okay. So one of the things I'm fascinated about, and you said that this is a great way to really take care of yourself and be part of a self-care routine or ritual. So how do you recommend people weave tapping into their life? Like how long does it take in one, you know, to me, it feels like maybe it takes a little bit longer than three deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Like, so how do we integrate this in our life? What's the most effective way to integrate it?
1: Yeah, so I would say it's most effective if you can find time to do tap a little bit of tapping every single day, and the easiest way that I have found to do that is to attach it to a habit that you already have. Right. So if it's and sometimes you know people will say I don't have enough time. There's not enough time in the day to add something else in. Trying to change that, (laughs) right? And so I'll tell people like if you're somebody who gets up and takes a shower every morning, while the shampoo is in your hair and you're in the shower, you can do your tapping, right? So you can add it into something that you're already doing. But the thing is with tapping is that, you know, how long you're going to tap for, it can be dependent upon what you've got going on. If you have just been triggered by something that somebody said to you, and you're really heightened and worked up, Maybe you're going to want to tap for a little bit longer, or maybe it's just the end of the day and you do a little bit of tapping and breathing and talking out loud about the things that happened today or how you're feeling about it. I mean, the thing is, is that as humans, we have all of these different experiences every single day and attached to those experiences are emotions. And when they are emotions that are intense, that are, you know, angry, sadness, fear, overwhelm, those types of emotions that we don't necessarily enjoy feeling, we tend to shove them down, we push it down, and then we distract ourselves with something else so that we don't have to feel that thing. And tapping is this beautiful tool that allows you to gently experience those emotions and hold space for those emotions and feel them so that they aren't staying stuck in the body. Because when we're stuffing them down and ignoring them, they're going to manifest in some way. And sometimes that's, you know, emotionally lashing out at someone who might not necessarily deserve it, or that it can come out physically, right? So when we talk about being stressed out and really overwhelmed, people will automatically typically have a response to where do you feel that in your body? If you're stressed, where do you feel that in your body, you know, and for me, it's in my neck and my shoulders and my jaw. And for other people, maybe it's headaches or stomach aches. But there are typically emotional contributors to physical pain. And so by holding space for these emotions, we can help clear them out so that they don't come back to bite us later.
0: Okay. So attaching it to something you do and then understanding, I think for me, and maybe in the show notes, we'll put some sort of diagram that shows the different points, because I found that really helpful. So basically, let's explain the process. And maybe it's you talking through exactly how to do it. But let's explain the process. because I find the hardest thing for me is actually knowing, like what words to use as I'm going through (laughs) <laughs> right. So it's yeah. like, I understand the points, you know, sometimes I have to jog my memory and look at them somewhere. But then I'm like, well, what do I say? Like, what am I supposed to be tapping on? Like, maybe you can explain this better. But my understanding is, you, you know, you're getting, you're taking yourself out of a bad emotion and working your way
1: up to feeling better about it. That's right. And some people get confused by that, right? Because if we're tapping on the negative, right? So if let's say if the feeling is I'm feeling really stressed, and you're tapping on these points, and you're saying, I'm really stressed right now, sometimes people will be like, isn't that just like reinforcing the stress? And what we're really doing is allowing ourselves to feel the stress, so that we can release it and that we can organically move to that better feeling or thought, right? So like, The example that I'll give is if you're someone who has just experienced loss and you're grieving and you're really sad, right? It's not practical to think that you're going to go from feeling this immense sadness to then being able to feel really happy. Even if you're saying a positive affirmation of I'm so happy, you're not truly feeling that, right? There's a disconnect there. So what we're doing with this is allowing yourself to feel the sadness or feel the anxiety, feel the emotion. And then your brain is going to naturally, you know, go to different thoughts. And hopefully, by the end of a session, the better thought could be, you know, even though I'm really sad right now, I'm hopeful that it'll get better, or I've been really sad in the past, and I've gotten through it, right? So maybe that's the better thought, not like I'm really happy. But you're slowly and organically moving towards that towards that better thought. And that can be really, really powerful, because a lot of the time, we don't hold space for ourselves in that way. Yeah.
0: And I think like that jumping, I feel like there's definitely, I feel like that sold a lot, that jump from I'm not feeling good to I'm feeling great. And I've seen, I mean, I've seen even in my own life, like just wanting to lean into, you know, affirmations and all the things like there needed to be that journey. I needed to admit, even if I was saying like, I'm on my way or I'm practicing Mm -hmm. or just even adding some words in is always helpful. But I love that tapping integrates that into the process. So right now, I feel like there's probably a lot of people who are dealing with, you know, like, we're in the fall, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. in it. And there's a lot of activities going on. And we're heading into the holiday season. And it just I think it's like a busy time. And so very often, I think there can be that feeling of stress, or at least overwhelm. Yes. So can we go with that? And um, will you take us through a process of like, What, how we would take ourselves out of that with tapping?
1: Yes. Okay. okay, so the first point that we tap on is on the pinky side of the hand. So I'm using my right hand to tap on the pinky side of my left hand. But if you're a lefty and you want to tap with your left hand on the pinky side of your right hand, you can do that on the fleshy part underneath the bottom of the hand. And then what we do is we say a sentence three times. And the typical sentence is, even though I'm feeling blank... I love and accept myself. So in this case, it would be, even though I'm feeling really stressed right now, I love and accept myself. Now, but some people struggle with saying, I love and accept myself. And so we can do what's called flexing the statement. So we could say something like, even though I'm feeling really stressed out right now, I'm acknowledging how I feel, right? Because we want the words to we use to really resonate with us. We want to connect with those words. And so being mindful of that, if you are someone who is interested in this and then goes and looks up a YouTube video, if the practitioner is saying something that doesn't really feel right to you, you're going to want to change the words to something that does feel right to you and that you can really connect with. Okay, so I'll say a sentence and then Mia, I'll invite you to just repeat me after that sentence and anybody who's tapping with us can also speak it out loud there's power in speaking the words out loud as opposed to just saying it in your head okay so even though i'm feeling really stressed out right now i love and accept myself
0: okay even though i'm feeling now i'm gonna forget the words (laughs) even though i'm feeling really stressed out right now i can love and accept myself
1: even though i'm feeling really stressed out right now i'm honoring how i feel
0: Even though I'm feeling really stressed out right now, I'm going to honor how I feel.
1: Even though I'm feeling really stressed out right now, that's just how it is. Even though I'm feeling really stressed out right now, that's just how it is. Okay. Now we're going to move to the next point, which is at the top of the head, right at the crown of the head. I like to do it with an open palm, but sometimes people like to bring their fingertips. You can do it with one hand. You can do it with two. And then we're just going to focus on that feeling of stress. So I'm feeling really stressed out right now. I'm feeling really stressed out right now. And as we're doing this, you're just focusing on how you're feeling and taking some deep breaths and noticing if any other thoughts come up. And then we're going to move to the next point, which is right at the start of the eyebrows on both sides. So I'm using my pointer and index finger to tap on the start of the eyebrow on both sides of my eyes. I'm feeling really stressed out right now. I'm feeling really stressed out right now. And then we're going to move to the sides of the eyes. I'm stressed out right now. I'm stressed out right now. Then we're gonna move under the eyes, I'm stressed out right now. I'm stressed out right now. Then we're gonna move under the nose, kind of at that 90 degree where the nose and the lip come together. (laughs) I'm really stressed right now. I'm really stressed right now. Then we're gonna move to the chin crease. So between the bottom lip and the tip of the chin, I'm really stressed out right now.
0: I'm really stressed out right now.
1: And we're going to come to the collarbone. So for the collarbone, you're going to go down about an inch and then over about an inch and a half. So you're really on both sides. So you're really just on the fleshy part underneath the collarbone on both sides. I'm feeling really stressed right now.
0: I'm feeling really stressed right now.
1: And then the next point is under the arm. So for women, it's on uh, like at the center of the bra strap. So it's about two and a half inches two 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 and a half inches from the armpit. I'm really stressed out right now. I'm really stressed out right now. And then the last point is between the pinky and the ring finger on the back of the hand. And you can just hold your hand out in front of you. Or I tend to like to bring my hand onto my chest and then tapping in between the pinky and the ring finger. I'm really stressed out right now. I'm really stressed out right now. And then you can just pause there and take a nice deep breath in and let it go. And one thing I should have said before we started is that what we typically do is that we tune into that level of stress or anxiety before we begin. And we would rate it on a scale of one to 10. And then after doing a round or several rounds of tapping, which is what we just did, we would then check back in and see if that number has shifted at all. And it's just a way of, you know gauging where you're at in the process. And so that was just one round of tapping. So you may notice a difference, you may not because it was only one round of tapping. And from there, you know, the practice continues. So the way that it works is the practitioner tends to ask a lot of questions in a one on one session anyway, with how that person is feeling, what did that bring up for you? What are you noticing in your body? And the thoughts will naturally start to not start to flow, sometimes a memory will come up. And then our logical brain wants to try and make sense of that, right? So maybe you have something some memory pop up from your childhood, which in your mind has nothing to do with the reason why you're feeling anxious or stressed right now. And I always tell people when thoughts come up that we don't necessarily understand, there is a reason for it. And the reason isn't to ignore it or to try and explain it away. It's to explore it. And tapping then is really this gentle process of connecting the dots with how you're feeling and tuning into your body, which then creates this new awareness. And it's this way of really tapping into the subconscious mind too. And things begin to come to the surface, then you can address them.
0: Okay, so I have a bunch of questions now, because that was really interesting. So like, on the second point, I was like, will you please change the words? Like, I don't (laughs) want to keep saying I'm stressed. Uh And so I could feel myself actually feeling really stressed the Mm. whole time, which I even wasn't. I mean, I just used this as an example. So I didn't even come into this feeling very stressed, but I could feel myself getting more stressed. But then when we stopped, oh my gosh, I felt so calm, which Mm. is so interesting, right? The whole time that you kept saying, I feel stressed, I was feeling like almost like a heightened stress. But then all of a sudden, when I paused, I felt really calm. So that was just really interesting. And then just knowing the process myself, because I'm assuming there's people listening who don't know the process themselves. So then what I would do is I would go on a few more rounds. Mm -hmm. And if I was doing this in a generic sense without somebody, a practitioner taking me through all my thoughts, like what would be a good progression
1: of thoughts from stress? So let's say you're tapping, right? It's going to depend on the person. So in saying, I'm feeling really stressed right now. And you were saying, you know, there was this heightened feeling of it. Number one, I just want to acknowledge that can be very typical for people. And sometimes, if you had given it a number, and let's say you were at a five to begin with, and then you did the tapping, and you're focusing on it, and you're up to a seven, and you're like, this isn't working, it's making it worse. That can happen in the beginning. And that's actually an indicator that tapping will work for you, you just need to tap more. So I just wanted to say that. But as far as a natural progression, right, it's being mindful of where thoughts go. So maybe the thought is... You know, I really feel it in my shoulders. Like I feel this tension in my shoulders. So if that's what you're feeling in your body, then you could use words around that. So even though I'm still feeling really stressed and I feel it in my shoulders, I'm honoring how I feel and then continuing to tap on the points, all of the stress in my shoulders. Now, another important point when you're tapping is you want to get as specific as possible. So if you are experiencing some sort of physical sensation in your body, you want to get as specific as you can If this pointed pain or the sharp pain or this pulsating pain, and using words to describe the physical sensation. Or maybe it's, you know, you're feeling really stressed. And all you can think about is this deadline that you have for work, right? And then you can put words to that, like, this deadline is killing me, I'm so worried about it, or whatever your thoughts are around the deadline. So mm-hmm. it can be, you know, very organic, and whatever your thoughts are putting words to it. Okay. And then how do you know when to bring it to more positive? Mm hmm light it kind of it happens naturally right so maybe when you're tapping on this deadline and how heavy it feels or how overwhelmed you are then it's like maybe you're thinking about then you maybe start to think about like oh it's gonna be so good when it's done like only a couple more days and then it's over right and maybe you're naturally starting
0: right oh interesting yeah Okay. And so do you ever let the next thought come through in the middle of a cycle? Or do you always
1: wait till you go through all the points before you move on to the next? You can definitely switch it up in the middle of a cycle. If something if you kind of have like one of those like, Oh, like, like an aha kind of moment and a new thought comes up. Yeah, you can absolutely change the words mid cycle for sure.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: So there's nothing about like the finishing.
0: It's interesting because like,
1: I think I've done it before where like each point sort of had a different thought. Mm -hmm. No, I was just going to say like, you can do that, but it can be more, it is more effective to stay with the same thing until that happens. You know, sometimes when you're working with a practitioner, they can change the words based intuitively on something that they're feeling from you, right? Like that's sometimes what happens when I work with people, but it's always, you know, as a practitioner, I never want to be putting like words into someone's mouth, right? So it's always this idea of like, if I say something that doesn't feel true, please let me know, we'll change the words, but you want to stay with that same thought or feeling until it naturally shifts.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, and one of the things that I notice about it is, it's almost like a very physical way to -hmm. prove out something that I say all the time, which is that when we slow down, we actually can speed up because we're more aligned on the other side. And to me, that's like a very like, yes, it takes whatever, maybe 20 minutes to go through four cycles or whatever, maybe less, right? I don't know, like timing wise. But on the other side, if you're calm, you will be more focused, you'll be more aligned with what you actually want. Like, it's amazing to me now that I've just become now that this is, you know, what I do and how I'm working with people, like just how caught up we can get in all these thoughts and we think that we're moving towards things but we're actually not so this is a uh, tapping is such a good tool to me to like just really pause and then on the other side of that be able to do something totally different
1: yes oh i agree with that a hundred percent it does it makes you more productive because it's almost like being able to file (laughs) all of the thoughts in your brain, you know, away, they're not like all just like spinning over and over and over again. And sometimes, when we're, you know, we're thinking a thought, we can think, and you know, I know that there's studies on this, like how we think the same thoughts over and over, like every day, right? Yeah. So... When we do that, and it's and let's say it's a negative thought that we're thinking over and over, but maybe we've never even verbalized it, we're just like thinking it in our heads, taking the time to pause and say that thing out loud, something that can feel so incredibly true at the start. I've had clients be like, oh, that feels weird. Or like, I'm confused now, or that doesn't feel so true. Or that just seems silly now. Right. And so like, it can be really, I mean, it's a really cool thing to witness. <laughs> and then it can just like help you see things differently. And then you feel and you truly feel differently. You're not just like giving it lip service, but it's a true feeling.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. So good. So The other thing that I feel like you might have something good to say about, especially, I mean, and this is, I think, why sometimes just self-care in general, of which I would say this is like amazing self-care. Like we so have to redefine what we define self-care in this world. And this is such a good example of something that would be such a good part of someone's day. But I feel like we're so programmed that there's an end destination, right? Like we're going to hit this goal in our work or with our kids or in our home. And then it's like over, which if you really break that down, like I always like to use the food example because I used to have this thought like, if I just get this amount of energy and I'm in this body, then I'll like, whatever, be able to go eat Oreos for the rest of my life. Like, no, like obviously like that's not how it works. Right. So it doesn't. Right. that makes no sense. So there's this whole aspect of like, just being in the process of taking mm-hmm. care of ourselves and it not being about arriving anywhere. So can you explain a little bit like, how tapping keeps showing, maybe this is just like your story, like, you know, you started using it for severe anxiety and how that sort of spiraled and you keep using it. And
1: yeah, I mean, because it had this impact, you know, I was introduced to it in a group setting and then I had some one-on-one sessions and because I was having such bad anxiety and stress, I was having a really bad TMJ flare up to the point where, you know, I wasn't able to like eat certain foods or I couldn't open my mouth all the way, like that that sort of thing. And so that- Yeah. And so when I had my first one on one experience, and my pain level went from like an eight to a two, and I had this newfound awareness of wow, like there's a lot of anger that's being held onto in my jaw that I had no idea was there. Like that was enough for me to be like, okay, I need to start doing this on a regular basis. And there's other stuff. There's definitely got to be other stuff that's going on in my body that needs to move. And so I think, You know, having a general curiosity about maybe why you are feeling the way you're feeling or why you're thinking the way that you're thinking. You know, I just think of it as, you know, this process of like how I mentioned before, we stuff down all of these things and it can go back a long, long way of, you know, because we're trying to protect ourselves. And that tapping just slowly begins to peel these layers back and you start to have awareness around things that you didn't know were there. And that can just open new doors really for you. And I think once you start to experience that, that was enough for me to keep the motivation to continue to do it. And it's helped me in so many different areas of my life, not just like with anxiety, but like when, you know, when we lost my father-in-law and like that grieving process and it helped with that. And it's helped me with my kids too and being able to really be present for them and also sharing the technique with them and how they can use it for themselves. And I think do they do that? My daughter does. Yeah. I mean, and especially with all the back to school stuff and all that anxiety, you know, we've done it a bit and it's been helpful for sure. I
0: love it. Yeah. Last year when we were having a sort of heightened anxiety moment with one of my teenagers, it was so helpful to her. Yeah. And I didn't know you existed yet. So we would get on YouTube and listen to Gabby Bernstein and like do it together. I do find it's helpful to look like for me as somebody who Mm -hmm. doesn't know it, like it's definitely helpful to like see, though I've also had private sessions. So I know what it's like when someone's really responding to you, which is mm-hmm. totally different, which is amazing. So have we missed anything about tapping that people need to know? You got to try it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> got to give trying. it a try and see how it feels in your body. And that it can help with just so many different things. And I just love that. Like you don't need anything like your fingertips, right? Like, yeah. and that you can adapt it to what you need, right? So and what I mean by that is like, I've worked with clients who had fibromyalgia. So the act of actually tapping was bothersome to one woman in particular. So she, instead of tapping, we would gently just like put pressure on the points and that worked for her. And if you're someone who, even if that is too much, you can even just like visualize yourself doing it, you know, maybe closing your eyes and going from tapping point to point. And it's so gentle, you know, it's also used in trauma. It can be very helpful with PTSD. There's studies that have been done on that and how it's reduced the symptoms of PTSD in a group of veterans. And so there's just so many benefits i could
0: go on yeah about yeah this. i love it <laughs> yeah. so good so good and for me as someone who's like and i know there's other listeners here who would categorize themselves as sort of spiritual intuitive mm-hmm. for me it's been super helpful because i have a tendency to go there for like healing and inspiration And it's really like, I love the connection between sort of mind, body, spirit that it creates, you know, so it like really does bring me back into my body, which in my case, like I tend to heal outside of my body, and then things show up in my body. And so it's like it's a really cool process, I think, for bringing it back into your body, which is yeah. obviously how we're moving around this
1: planet. So it's good when our
0: bodies—it's a good—it's good when our bodies are in alignment.
1: Yeah, that somatic part of it of, of actually tapping can be really helpful for people, especially people that I find that struggle with meditation. Right, I've had many clients that have come to me that's like, I can't turn my brain off, I can't meditate, you know. And I have found that tapping before meditating can be really helpful because you can just what I call tap and talk, as if you're like talking to a friend about whatever's going on in your brain, right? And it's like almost like a brain dump, but you're tapping and talking while you do that. And then doing so can really begin to create that space. It's like this idea that all these thoughts then start to move to the side. So then when you go to go meditate, you're able to sink in. And, you know, hopefully those thoughts aren't whizzing around like they were before.
0: Yeah. And so I love that example, because then mine is the opposite. Like I could spend all day in meditation if I didn't have children and work and all the things, right? Like that would be like, that's my sweet as an introvert. Like I could be there all day long. No, you know, my brain probably wouldn't be quiet all the time. But the tapping really helps bring it like into my work and mothering and all the different places in a more physical way, which I love. Awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you come do this with us for the holiday season. And then, if anyone listening is like, "Oh my gosh, but I can't wait that long, I need to do it now. Tell us how we get a hold of you and what the best way to like
1: interact with you is. Yeah, so you guys can find me on my website, which is mindshiftwithlauren.com. dot com, and if you really can't wait, you can go to. I have a free masterclass that's on my website, which is mindshiftwithlaurencom dot forward slash masterclass, which dives in more to the science and an actual tapping experience too. So yeah, awesome, exciting,
0: exciting, exciting, and we'll put that in the show notes. And is there anywhere? Do you are you on social media or?
1: Yes, I'm on Instagram. And if you search for Mindshift with Lauren, you'll find me and it will lead me to my personal profile, which is Lauren Nicole. And it's one word, one N, and the O is a zero. It's a little All bit right. harder.
0: Well, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Anyone to go. If anyone's an Instagram buff, you can go follow Lauren there. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today. This was
1: amazing. Oh, thank and, you. This was so um, fun. Thank you so much. I'm really excited for the event. Yes. All right. Bye, everyone.
0: At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes, so you can take what you've heard and put it into action, because action is where change happens. It's how we make change in our lives, but here's the thing. Very often, we are craving big changes, so we associate that with big action, and big action can sometimes feel overwhelming, but here's the good news. I have seen over and over and over and over again in my own life and all of our clients' that it really is the little things that add up. And so I love this concept of a doable change, of one thing that you can do in your week to shift your life toward a goal that you're seeking. So at the end of every conversation, we always choose three doable changes from our episode so that you can take one of them And really weave it into your life, really make it yours, and see if that starts to shift your life, probably in a big way. All right, so here are three doable changes from my conversation with Lauren. Number one, try tapping. That's an obvious one, right? But you do have to make some space for it in your day. Use the tapping sequence in the podcast or Lauren's masterclass to try tapping, tap into different parts of your body, talking through the emotions as Lauren demonstrates. She's also at Make December Matter, by the way, so she'll be there on video if you want to come learn there. You may notice a difference right away as you're doing it, or you may need to go through the process a few times. Tapping has played such a big role in some really big limiting beliefs that I have overcome over the years. And the bigger ones definitely took more time. And then the little ones, well, I could feel better. I could feel better even on the big ones really quickly. Um, And the better we feel, the more informed action we take. So I love tapping as a tool. Here's doable change number two make tapping part of daily self-care. So the first one is really about trying it and understanding how it can help you. And this one is really about weaving it into your daily practice. So Lauren suggests adding tapping to something else that you already do to make it a daily habit. So this doable change is really about deciding what you'll tap. What you'll tie it to, you could tie it to when you take a shower or when you're brushing your teeth or before leaving to the car or before you come in after driving the kids somewhere or, you know, transitioning in your day, right? You choose a time that sometimes feels overwhelming and where you have a little bit of space that you could just use in a much more clever way. right? So you can think about where in your day you will give yourself this gift. That is doable change number two. So here we are with doable change number three, which is notice how you feel. Part of tapping is noticing. Lauren even talks about rating, how you feel at the beginning and the end of your own little tapping session. So whether it's stress or anxiety or pain, Notice how it is that you feel. And during the tapping, you will acknowledge this feeling. And when you're done tapping, you'll reassess and you'll start to see if it changed. So in that, there is a practice of just bringing more awareness to how you're feeling right now. You could just pause right now and ask how you're feeling. You could set alarms throughout a week and ask yourself how you're feeling. So this isn't necessarily about solving for that feeling. If it's something that you don't like, it's really just about noticing, which is a great doable change to add to anyone's life. All right, you all. That is what I've got for today's episode. Don't forget to go grab your ticket to Make December Matter. If you're listening to this in real time, it's coming up soon and we will do some tapping there. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course and If you can find a five-minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.